What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, here uh, as we get ready to look ahead to the Week Seven games against the spread. John and Pemba, managing editor of Fantasy Alarm. We're here, courtesy of Fantasy Alarm and the Sawdust Podcast Network. Uh, John, you know, one of the things we, we keep trying to like jam this in in under 10 minutes and it never seems to happen that way. We always got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. And uh, so I'm just going to say, how about we'll try and keep this to 15 minutes? Is that, you think that's a little bit more reasonable? Yeah, I think 15 minutes is definitely reasonable to get through this uh, large slate of games we got going on here. All right. I just want to make sure that I just want to make sure it is a huge slate, huge slate. Um, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, we, uh, We've just finished watching the uh, the Giants actually cover that spread, but blow the game at the end of it. Uh, however, if you uh, looked at the best bets over at wageralarm.com, John and Pemba told you, take the under and the under on uh, Devonta Freeman rushing yard uh, prop bet. So uh, those were nice winners. That was good to see. So, John, I'm sure you're feeling good. I'm sure you're feeling your own here. You ready to uh, tackle some of the week seven spreads? Yeah, let's get to it. All right, let's start off with uh, with my New York Jets. Uh, they're a home dog by only 12 and a half now. This, this, uh, this opened up at 13, went up to 13 and a half, back down to 12 and a half. I don't know how you don't go with the Bills anyway. Yeah, I don't know how you don't go with the Bills here anyways. We just saw the Dolphins uh, win by, like, what, four touchdowns against the Jets? And uh, Jameson Crowder doesn't play this weekend after missing practice. I mean, what are the Jets – really have the offer. So Buffalo minus 12 and a half, lock it up. Buffalo minus 12 and a half, lock it up. I agree. Packers, Houston Texans. Uh, Texans played a barn burner with the, uh, with the Titans. Packers looking for a little redemption. They are a three and a half point favorite uh, for the Texans. I tell you, I really, I just don't like this game, John. It doesn't make me feel good. Big over under of 57. I'm going to look at this game here, and I'm going to say it's going to be the Packers. I just don't know if Houston can stop, uh, you know, Aaron Aaron Jones, and then on top of that, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, Texans do not have the same defense the Buccaneers have. Uh, Houston being a home dog, though, is a little interesting to me. You know, they do have fans in that stadium now, but I think backers are due for a bounce back as well. So let's go ahead, Green Bay minus three and a half. Let's go ahead with Green Bay minus three and a half. Pittsburgh against the Titans. This one got me scratching my head a little bit as well. I've been going back and forth with uh, friend Craig Mish uh, on this one here. Steelers have always just, they've been good to me. They've been good to us when we bet them for the uh, the Westgate. I look at this one here. Steelers are, uh, they're, they're getting a point and a half uh, in this one. And, and I think I might end up taking that point and a half, John. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna take the Titans in this one here. The uh, Steelers, Howard, as you and I both know, are, are defensively are different on the road than when they're at home. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, the numbers just bear that out. Uh, they also just lost Devin Bush, which is you know a defensive leader. True, on their team true, true, true. I forgot about that. Yep. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Tennessee here, given the point. All right, I'll stand by my call with the Steelers, but. Good point about Devin Bush being out. Uh, that's an issue. Uh, Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. Saints are given seven and a half. I know everybody loves the Panthers. Everybody's darling. And I know that the Saints defense hasn't looked that great uh, in recent weeks, but I'm still going to take the Saints. 
and lay the seven and a half. How are the Panthers going to stop Alvin Kamara? I mean, the only way they would stop Alvin Kamara is if Sean Payne keeps putting Taysom Hill on the field, right? And then, uh, you know, the offense <laughs> is just not as not as good. Uh, taking, you know, they're taking Kamara off the field in favor of Taysom Hill at times. Um I'm probably with you on the same seven and a half. I'm obviously a little worried that you know, Michael Thomas pulled his hamstring in practice. We don't know what his status is going to be like. But then the Panthers did just struggle against Chicago a little bit. So, like, you know, what's their offense? You know, I- I'm going to go with the home team here. I hope it somehow gets down more to, like, seven than seven and a half. I really don't like that, like, hook that's on there. Understandable. Understandable. I'm not a fan of the hook either, but I'll still lay it for the Saints. Browns, Bengals. Browns opened up a can of whoop-ass on the Bengals earlier in the season already. They are a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Cincinnati. You know, I I know that a lot of people are down on the Browns for for just getting absolutely throttled last week, but I'm still going to take them. I'm going to lay the points uh, on the road I think they get back to what they know they need to do, and that is just keep running the ball. I think we see, you know, Kareem Hunt get uh, a fair amount of touches, but I think this is the week that we see a little bit more Dearness Johnson. So I like the Browns. I like the over-under here in 50 uh, because, you know, the the Browns' D can kind of cough up some points. So, you know, I, I like this game to pop, but I still like the Browns to win. If Joe Mixon plays, I would take the Bengals, I think, actually, with a three and a half. Um, Cleveland, we know, is dealing with injuries. Obviously, there's no Chubb here. Um, Jarvis Landry broke a rib last week. He came out and said that he's dealing with that issue. Uh, Baker Mayfield is not 100%. You know, the coaches came out and said, you know, you know, Baker was iffy to even play last week, whatever, with every issue that he's dealing with. Um, I know they ran all over uh, Cincinnati. I think it was in week two this year, but... Um, if Mixon plays, I feel pretty confident what what the Bengals can do offensively here. Um, they, you know, defensively, they gave up points last week, but I, I like them at home this week. So three and a half if Mixon plays. If he sits, I'll probably go with you with the Browns here. All right. Joe Mixon did not practice on Thursday. Yeah, I know. You'll have to look at the practice reports on Friday. I feel like and, because uh... he came back in that game, though, this is just a maintenance thing for him. Like, don't rehearse it during practice. We'll just, you know – uh, you know, do some work with you and the trainer, and then we'll get you ready for the weekend. Very possible. Very possible. Uh, another barn burner game on the slate here, Detroit uh, visiting Atlanta. The Falcons are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions on the road as a dog. Listen, I get it. You know, Falcons, are they're, they're all juiced up because of the new coach and, you know, getting Julio Jones back and, you know, but – I'm not going to count Detroit out, and I'm not going to count out the fact that the Falcons' defense really is that bad. Yeah, Falcons' defense blows, but a healthy Julio Jones is really a game changer for me. Uh, I'm going to go with Atlanta minus two and a half. Okay, beautiful. Uh, Cowboys, Washington football team. <laughs> this line goes back and How forth. Is, back I and mean, forth. dude, if, if you looked at this earlier in the year, you would have never assumed this was going to be a one-point spread. I Not mean, only a one-point spread, but that Washington was favored. Right. How far has Dallas fallen? My God. <laughs> I can dig it. I can definitely dig it. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, I, I think that Dallas can win this game. Uh, you know, they just they need to work on the short passing. It's really this is going to come down to whether or not Washington can actually get their act together and run the ball properly, not just sit there and, you know, throw checkdowns to, uh, to, to J.D. McKissick. So, 
Um, I'm going to look at this game here. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I hate take, I, I hate betting with the Cowboys, uh, but I'll take the, I'll just take the point. Have you won with the Cowboys yet? I don't <laughs> think so. I haven't. I, haven't I don't think so. Uh, I don't think anybody I'm, does. Nobody I'm really. I'm going to go with Washington, actually. I, there is no offensive line in Dallas. Andy Dalton was running for his life last week against the Cardinals defense. I was without Chandler Jones. I mean, Buda Baker was blitzing, constantly getting through to them. So, I mean, if Washington, we already know that their defensive line is actually a little bit better than we probably expected this year. Um, I'm going to go with the Washington footballs here, and they're going to beat Dallas. All right, beautiful. Kansas City Chiefs against the Denver Broncos. Chiefs are a road dog here. It's nine and a half points. I just don't like what I'm seeing here from Denver. I mean, really, to only put up, I mean, against the Patriots, it doesn't even matter that it's the Patriots defense, but... I mean, to, to only put up six field goals, uh, I mean, it, it's a definite indictment on the Patriots of just how bad they looked. But, you know, Denver with that offense, just taking the points, taking the points and not scoring touchdowns. You can't survive like that when you play against Kansas City. I'll lay the nine points on the road. I think game flow had a little bit to do with that. Well, I agree uh, with what you're saying and what Craig Mish had said on Tuesday during your uh, wager alarm. Uh, live stream there that you know, the Broncos and Vic Fangio are, are, are okay with just taking the field goals. Patriots weren't really putting any pressure on them to score touchdowns. I think it's different here. I think the Chiefs, if they start scoring, the Broncos are going to have to keep up and maybe be a little bit more aggressive. Nine and a half points is a lot of points to be getting for Denver, and they're in the elevation home. I'm going to go with Denver plus nine and a half here. Right on. Ooh, look at us. Back and forth, back and forth on opposite sides. Last three games? Yeah, last yeah, last three. You wavered on the uh, on the Saints Panthers one. Well, um, I actually I took Bengals, you took Browns, I took Falcons, you took Lions, I took Washington, you took Dallas, I took Broncos, you took Chiefs. So we're uh, we're kind of on the opposite sides of the of the fence. That's what I said. I said yeah. the last oh last four, last three, yeah. I said. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, the Panthers Saints one yeah, where I mean, we different were... Titans and Steelers as well. We're we're not on the same page this week. So one of us is winning a lot of money this week. Right, right. Let's see. We should, I mean, this is really what we should do is, right? You should bet yours and I should bet mine, and then we'll just see what happens. Yeah. We'll probably still meet in the middle and both lose money. Of course. Of course. Pay the big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bet the farm on it. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, Jaguars against the Chargers. Um, listen, I, you know, Craig and I talk about this all the time. Every time... The Chargers are a home favorite by seven points or more. It's a, it's a, it's a bust. It really is. Now they're coming off of a bye week, uh, and the Jaguars look absolutely atrocious. I just, I can't pick this game with good conscience and take the Chargers as much as I love them, as much as I like, you know, looking at Justin Herbert and uh, and Mike Williams and you know possibly you know Hunter Henry and like a little stack for DFS. It just there's just something about you know the Chargers. They're a terrible, terrible favorite at home when it's seven points or more. Uh, so I mean, I have to take the Jags, and and I hate myself for it. Yeah, it just the pure fact that they're coming off a bye, um, and they're home is why I'm going to take the Chargers. I, I think that makes a big difference here. Um, it allowed Keenan Allen's back to get a little bit healthier. Obviously, he had to leave the game prior. Um, you know, dealing with an injury there. So, um, you know, I, I think this is a big a big spot for them coming home out of the bye to get a win. I should be taking the Chargers, too. You, I, I just said it. I should be, but I, I just I won't. I, won't, I mean, I'll, I'll never bet this game. 
Melvin know. Ingram's going to be well. Melvin Ingram's expected to be active for the first time this season in this game. Does that does that change that for you at all? Um, it doesn't change the history of betting the Chargers when they're a home favorite at seven points or more. Okay. I mean that's just that's that's years and years and years. You know, it's like years of data. Yeah, it's weird because it's different teams, different coaches, different offenses, and every yeah. I mean, like you said, the trend is the trend. So trend is the trend. Uh, 49ers against the Patriots. 49ers are getting two in New England. John, when was the last time the Patriots lost back-to-back games at home? <laughs> I don't know if it's happened in the Belichick era. That, that would be surprising. <laughs> maybe his first year, because they were, what, 5-11, and 11, I think, maybe his first year. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine it being often. Um, I don't really love it, though, because that offense just looks so bad, and the receivers are non-existent. Julian Elliman is clearly hurt. Um, there's actually some pretty interesting stat casts about how uh, Nikhil Harry and, and how the team's using him is just makes no sense for what his skill set is. Uh, so I'm going to go and think Jimmy Garoppolo gets his revenge here uh, in New England and gets the win. Revenge game narrative for Jimmy Garoppolo. You love it. I love it. I'll just side with you for that. Uh, Seahawks Cardinals. It's the, uh, the five o'clock game. Seahawks are favored by three and a half. They are on the road, though. So, I mean, you know, there's just Arizona. I I just I feel like they're 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 kind of a fraud. They haven't beaten good teams. How do you go? I just can't go against Russell Wilson. So I'm going to have to just go with Wilson and give the three and a half. Yeah, you have it right there. Uh, their defense. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, the Cardinals' <laughs> defense is not good. I mean, we—that was one of the reasons why we we thought maybe the Cowboys were, you know, going to be able to at least score on them. Um, you know, if it wasn't for the disruption the Cardinals' defense played, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been the case. But uh, Russell Wilson is not Andy Dalton. Uh, they're going to score on this Cardinals' defense. Kyle Murray's going to do his best. You know, the Seattle defense isn't good either. Uh, but uh, I mean, he hasn't. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the same weapon, you know, that, that Russell Wilson has. So I'm going to go with you there. I'll take Seattle here at three and a half. All right. And then the final game on the slate, Monday night football, Bears, Rams. The line is down to Rams at home, uh, minus five and a half. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't care. I don't care what Craig Mish says. I got to take the Rams. I just don't believe in the Bears. I really don't know. You know, we'll have to see Jalen Ramsey on Allen Robinson, but I still don't like the way they're using David Montgomery. I don't even know if David Montgomery is really that good anymore. Um, I'm losing faith in him. It's this whole team. I, I feel like, you know, as much as I hate Sean McVay for lying to us about uh, Cam Akers, uh, I just I, I feel like the Rams are probably uh, the, the better team overall. I'm going to. I think the Rams win this game, but I'm, I am going to take the points. I think it's just a field goal game here. I don't think the Rams are that good. I think the Bears' defense is going to be good enough to keep it relatively close. But I agree. I mean, if Allen Robinson isn't able to do much because of Ramsey, you know, we're going to have to see Foles try to move the ball elsewhere. And is he capable of doing that? I guess we'll find out. Uh, they have at least been using Montgomery in the passing game more, which has been nice. Um, and he was actually like the only running back that saw snaps last weekend. 85% snap share uh, in the backfield. And that's because the snaps that he wasn't on the field, no other running backs were on the field either. So uh, basically he's the show there right now. But uh, I'll take Bears five and a half. I think it stays close. 
All right. Beautiful. And there you go. Those are our picks. John and I very much on opposite sides of the fence all the way. A couple of, couple of games were, uh, were like-minded about, but you know what? Hey, listen, that's what makes the world go around. Best of luck to you guys and all your picks. Uh, you can hear me and you know Howard Bender and Craig Mish uh, on the Wager Alarm live stream. It's on Saturday night where we make our picks for the Westgate Super Contest. If you want another feel uh, for what we got going on and uh, check out everything over at FantasyAlarm.com. Oh, you know what? One thing I do want to mention here uh, before I forget. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold that thought because I want to tell you a shout out from our sponsor. And then I got something for you at the end. So shout out to Monkey Knife Fight for uh, being the DFS site we all need to be playing on. And here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up and if you use the promo code anti up one word a-n-t-e-u-p you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks with a name like monkeyknifefight.com you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play monkeys and knives and fights and sports sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com play play mkfing win State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right. And what I really wanted to ask you guys at the end is, oh, I'm just kidding, John. There was nothing. I just want to make them all listen to my monkey knife fight uh, read. So. Well, you could tell them to go to the uh, Wager Alarm, Fantasy Alarm YouTube page and subscribe so they don't miss that wager alarm live stream with you and Craig where you go over the spreads for the super contest on Saturdays and live previews on Tuesdays. Well, great point, John. Great point. Very well done. And we'll let, we'll leave it at that. Thanks for tuning in to Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender for John and Pemba. We'll catch you next time.